Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of Align Your Mind, the podcast that teaches you how to align your mind to get whatever you want in your life, your wildest dreams, aspirations, and whatever goal you may be working toward. My name is Chelsea Tanner and I'm so excited to be here with you. This podcast has been a dream of mine for so long. I am an avid consumer of podcasts myself and especially ones that are useful and compelling, which is what I aim for in every episode of this podcast. What I'm going to be talking about primarily is something called thought work, tangible skills you can use to work on your mindset. This work has changed my life so drastically that I literally decided to dedicate my life to this work. I'm a flutist by trade. I have my doctorate in flute performance and someone as someone who's dealt with a lot of high pressure situations, I also look for ways to handle these high pressure situations. I've never found anything as concrete or productive as thought work. So buckle up for a journey that may just change your mind, which as you'll find out will also change your life. For this first episode, I thought about like what is the most basic step to thought work, the most rudimentary skill. Without this and without practicing this skill, everything else isn't possible. It is to be the observer of your own thoughts. What I mean by this is when you think a sentence in your mind, you just observe that you had a sentence in your mind. <laughs> That's what thoughts are. Thoughts are just sentences in our mind observe them or notice them as if they were being spoken aloud by someone else, not even to you, but just being said. Or if you want to write it down, you can physically observe it and without judgment. The without judgment part is extremely important. <laughs> the first step is to observe your thoughts without judgment. Be the observer of your own mind. If you think this is a little meta, you would be 100% correct. Most people don't even know that humans have this ability. We can actually separate ourselves from our mind and inquire about what it is we're actually thinking. Why are we thinking those thoughts and what results are we going to get if we keep thinking this way? Now, why are we doing this? It's great to discover just how meta humans can be, but why do it? It's because when we separate ourselves, even for just a moment, with identifying solely with all our thoughts, we create a little bit of space, a bit of wiggle room. And creating space with this, we create agency for ourselves to decide whether we want to keep the thought or choose to think differently. Without that space, this decision can't occur. Let's think about this. If we never separate ourselves from our mind and we believe everything our mind throws at us, well, this is what children do, right? They have no context for the bigger picture. So not being able to eat a cookie is like the most tragic thing of all time in the mind of a four-year-old. But when the child is kicking and screaming on the floor, thinking they deserve the cookie, not understanding the injustice in the world, and that this is a true tragedy, tragedy to them, as a parent or an adult, do you get on the floor and cry and scream with them? Of course not. <laughs> that would be ridiculous. You're not buying into their thought that it's the end of the world. So you can look at the situation from a broader perspective. 
So the next time that you start throwing a mental tantrum, and let's be real, we all have mental tantrums as adults, (laughs) be the adult to yourself in this situation. These are just thoughts. Now, of course, the tricky thing about your thoughts is they create emotions. And when we feel emotions, especially negative ones, it can be really hard to know what to do or how to deal with them, but that's for a later podcast. I promise. (laughs) Now, why is this useful? If you want to change into a person that is confident, self-loving, and super successful, that new confident version of you is going to have a different mindset from the current version of you. They're going to have different thoughts and beliefs if they get different results. For example, if you have the thought, there's no way I'll ever be able to do that. Does that thought align with your long-term goal of doing that thing? Of course not. Because I want you to think of a time you've doubted yourself or your ability to reach a goal and maybe even said that exact sentence. I'll never be able to do that. How does that thought feel? In other words, does it feel good emotionally to think that thought? Who would you be if you couldn't think that thought or just didn't believe it? When we can observe our own thought patterns, we can change our lives because we can change these patterns. Our mindsets, our processes, our way of thinking is a system. It is the filter through which we experience the world. If we change the system, we change the outcome. If we try to change the outcome without changing the system, well, isn't that just the definition of insanity? (laughs) Much like any other skill that is learned, our thoughts become automatic. Our automatic thoughts are called beliefs. Some of these beliefs can be so practiced that they don't associate with words in your mind. We just know how things are and that's our belief. Sometimes we have beliefs and we don't even know they're there. And without inquiring into our mind and trying to understand the system that we've built for ourselves, we can truly we can't truly know how our mindset is operating. So, how do you know if you believe a thought or hold a belief? You have a physical reaction. I was reading a book about a year ago on mindset, of course, and (laughs) there was part of it about limiting beliefs. The book gave an example of how many people think they aren't good enough. So, so many people hold this belief and internalize it so much so that they don't think it actively, but they, it's sort of where they're operating from. This is a book, not about mindset solely. It was about overeating and our relationship with food, which is something I've personally struggled with for most of my life. And it was exploring how we use food for comfort And that's something I definitely used to do. As soon as I said the words to myself, I'm not good enough. I felt a strong desire to eat. I felt hunger. And then I broke down crying. 
I was using food to cope with my unearthed opinion of myself that I wasn't good enough. I can't tell you how profound that moment was for me. I think it was like January 21st of 2020. And at that moment, something just clicked. I knew that I wasn't eating to cope with other people's criticism or the pressures of the industry I was in or anything else external. I was overeating for comfort because I was telling myself I wasn't good enough. I couldn't cope with my own beliefs and I didn't even know that one was there until that moment. This is powerful stuff. That moment has forever changed my life. I began to realize just how impactful my opinion of myself was. Our thoughts are powerful and most of us just go around all day on autopilot, just believing whatever our brain throws our way. If we don't inquire, we don't change. You don't have to identify with your thoughts and you don't have to believe them. Don't believe everything you think. Do you want to believe that little voice in the back of your head doubting yourself at every turn? Absolutely not. Now, you must be thinking, well, if there's an, is there an off button because I'm stuck with that voice most of the time and it is a draining. <laughs> Um, unfortunately, no, there's no off button, but remember that space I talked about earlier that you can create when you observe without judgment. So when your mind throws you a cool, are you serious? There's no way you can do that. Just observe it. (laughs) Now you get to think my mind just had the thought, are you serious? There's no way you can do that. With just that preface, my mind just had the thought, you get to decide if you want to take that seriously. That's the space I'm talking about. Do you want to believe that self-doubt in the back of your mind? Now, I've been reading Eckhart Tolle's The Power of Now, and I highly recommend it to anyone um, who's looking to be more conscious. And the very first chapter is called, You Are Not Your Mind. Your brain, like every other organ, is just part of you. It functions to keep you alive. It functions to keep you in the cave so the bears won't eat you. (laughs) Anything it can throw at you so you'll be too scared to go outside of your comfort zone, it will do. You are not your mind. However, so much of the time we identify ourselves so deeply with our thoughts and believe all of them that come our way. But if we think about our mind serving a function and we can create a space to decipher whether that thought will serve us and question whether we want to keep it or keep believing it, that's how you change your life. As a flute teacher, I always ask myself when I'm teaching, what is the one thing that I could suggest that will affect the most change in this student's playing? What one concept can I introduce that will undoubtedly affect multiple aspects of this person's experience? I ask that same question in thought work, and it is to be the observer. When we get into a cycle of believing all our thoughts, we usually feel really stuck in our lives. The system or your mindset is well is a well-worn neural pathway that will perpetuate itself until you take 
on the role as the observer. The observer creates space for you to decide what you want to believe. Notice I'm not saying, OMG, that was so terrible. I can't believe I said that to myself. Um, Because then we're shaming ourselves and our mind is just trying to do its job. Our brain is an organ. It has evolved to protect us from large wild animals and to make sure we don't get exiled from our pack. It's your brain's job to produce thoughts. You don't have to believe them and you probably shouldn't. This happened as recent as this morning for me. <laughs> I started recording. Um, it's no, it was before I started recording, and my mind was saying, "Okay, uh, but nobody's really gonna listen to this, right? Like, why are you even doing this? It's never gonna work. Your microphone isn't good enough. You should probably get a better one before you start. Everyone has a podcast now. Yours will just be white noise, like literally." All of those thoughts were thrown my way by my brain, (laughs) but I'm choosing not to believe them. If I believe them, I wouldn't be recording this right now. I let them flow through my mind. I'm observing my own tantrum. I also recommend writing down your thoughts on paper. Why not? You have nothing to lose. It is another step of removal from your brain, and it honestly really helps me uh, think much more clearly. Writing down your thoughts and reflecting on them as if they were someone else's. Like if you've just found that piece of paper on the sidewalk, like how would you think about it then? How do you think that person feels? How do they talk to themselves or about themselves? What can you infer about this person from the paragraph of thoughts that they wrote down? I do this exercise when I'm headed into a mental tailspin of negativity. (laughs) You can use this exercise at any time though. It definitely doesn't need to be reserved for a negative occasion. Writing our thoughts down separates us from their validity. Now they're just words on paper and you don't believe everything you read, do you? (laughs) As the observer of your own mind, you're able to understand the mindset you already have, the system that's currently in place. And without this awareness, we're blind to our limitations. As you go about your day, try to identify when you're having thoughts and just observe them. It's a fun game I like to play. Let's say I'm having the thought and then fill in the blank. So I'm having the thought and then, oh, I'm having the thought that I deserve this promotion, or I deserve this because I've worked so hard. Now, you can say, I'm just having that thought. It doesn't have to be true. And you get to choose whether you want to keep thinking it. Gain awareness of your mind, and you're able to choose what you want to think and what you want to believe. I'll be talking more about that in the following episodes. Let me know if you found this useful. And if you did, I'd really appreciate it if you would recommend this podcast to a few friends. I And please don't forget to subscribe. Oh my goodness. If you got something out of this podcast, you're not going to want to miss this every week. <laughs> if you're all about life changing concepts and becoming the person you've always wanted to be, you won't want to miss out. All right. I will see you next week. The incredible theme music for this podcast is a song called Already Gone by Paper Morning. <laughs>